Hello stackers, I am David, the Dungeon Master for Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I really enjoy the Stacko Dice, and if you are all caught up and looking for another family-friendly podcast, come check us out. We are a 5th edition D&D game with original songs and music. We play in Keleth, where there is great unease, and Solemn the Chaos Bard follows a group of adventurers as they help decide the fate of the land. Tomes of the Chaos Bard. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Come, join us as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Now back to your adventure on Stacko Dice. In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Look at that, our daily downloads. Yeah. Today, we've had 36. That's crazy. Australia. So yeah. I was oh, yeah, some we've of been, them, right? Yeah. Like my my count. Sure. I, I, I go to Australia's um, number two. Podbean though. This month. Yeah. I Podbean just is... joined. I just followed our Twitter thing. This I morning. saw it. Oh, I, okay. I saw it. You bumped us up to six hundred seventy-seven followers. <laughs> India's up on there. Do you yep. think it's a mis- a mistake? <laughs> the, no, I don't. Actually, maybe I should announce this at the beginning of this episode. But I applied for us to be listed on the Ghana platform which is one of india's top podcast things and so we have a little sting that we put at the end of every episode of their little jingle it's like two seconds long Uh, so we are being pushed in india nice actively the word by the way is idetic idyllic or idetic yeah yeah, so like photographic memory yes so relating to or denoting mental images having unusual vividness and detail as if actually visible yeah that's right that's ret with the world is creating. Because I'm like, I don't know. It's green. It's got trees. That's about all I can remember. The artist recalled things she had seen with eidetic clarity and painted them from crisp images. Yeah. So I wonder if that comes from idolos, which is the Greek word is Greek. for, yeah, the, the yeah. Greek word for where we get our word idol from. It's like a, a picture or an engraving. Does it say? I mean, it, it, it doesn't say the root word. It just says it is a Greek. Origin is Greek. Yeah. Would acid work better than fire on this um, mm. rusty metal? Acid may take longer. If you get that junk hot enough to where it's red, you'd be able to bend it out of place, like taking your tool like this and like literally just pulling it yeah. out. However, possibly. you would have to maintain a stream of fire. Right. And that would make noise. At least with the acid, it would be fire and forget. You let it work on the bars. That mm. is true. And then so my do burning, that and then we could go get what's his face? My burning hands, uh that's and that's instantaneous, right? So do I just keep rolling that how does that how would that work? Like Is that a cantrip or a spell slot? Mm. I think burning hands is a spell slot. What's a spell? Yeah, so you would have a limited number of times to use that. Before you go through that, you'll have to neutralize that acid, maybe with some of the uh, salt water before you guys try to, because you guys might scrape and up And it's only it. five feet of effect anyway, like burning hands is still 15 feet. I mean, like it'd be- Yeah, but what's your up. range? Oh, oh, you mean I have to do it from where I am right now? Yeah. I would want to- Not necessarily. To crawl inside. It would be a bit of a climb. To, it's about, like I said, 10 because feet up. Drop. Yeah, it's about 10 feet up. That's the other thing we didn't really take into account. So we're sending the prisoners out this thing, but there's a 10-foot drop onto a rocky shore. They're going to all break their legs jumping down. Directly below <laughs> its water. You'd have to crawl around the rocks and then climb, like do the mountain goat thing on, mm-hmm. the, on the cliff face to get to the... To get in, right? Yeah. Okay. But coming out, it's going into... Into water. water. And do we, did you discover how deep that water is? 
I did. Are they all gonna get head injuries? Uh, I do not like this plan. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm just gonna really? put that out there right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't my, like my this head, plan. There, there, there's death and there's injured. I'd rather them being injured than dead. That's why I'm looking at it. I need a diamond. There, there are ways to uh, to make this happen. I can grab one of them and do an expeditious retreat. <laughs> I can get hey, Torgovitz's son. You can be like, I'm like who's, which one's Torgovitz's son? Okay. You can separate out of there. I am. I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> we are all Torgovitz's son. Range on acid splash is sixty feet. There you go. Oh, bam! You could be down there, like so. I can be like, just toss it, just toss it over. Now this is it's against a creature, obviously, but you're gonna let me do like a modified. Yeah, I mean, you can cast it wherever you want. There's also Melf's acid arrow. Now Firebolt is a cantrip as well, and it says you hurl a mote of fire at a. That'll be too loud. I think. 120 feet. You can do whatever you want. Um, Why would fire be loud? Have you ever been near, near a fire? This and, says, and I hurl a moat of fire. It's going to hit. You know what I mean? It's, that's going to cause some type of a sound. And uh, fire is loud, especially if, like, so if it's a bolt. So are the crashing on the rocks? Okay. You can time them, I guess. We will leave the execution to you, Catherine. Hello, stackers, and welcome back to another episode of Stack of Dice. We are ready to pick up our story where we left off. And let's get right to it. I'm Rhett, the Dungeon Master. And with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Farron and Tira, you have made it down to the valley floor. Off to the east, the city of Saragavan appears to be quiet and slumbering in this early morning period. The city was built on something of a small bluff on the water. And so in that cliff face, there's cut a, a half circle exit where the sewer apparently flows out of the city. And um, the grate, uh, was that... The sewer grate? Yeah, the sewer grate. Can two people lift it? Yes. The, the weight of the grate itself should be easily handled by two people. Whether or not it's fastened into the floor is another matter entirely. How big are these squares in the grate? I'm looking at it on the, on the page of the drawing. Could Bash fit through one of those You squares? could fit through, yes. Would you be able to uh, barricade that door at the top of the steps by by chance? You, maybe your 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 wife and and your son. What do you mean barricade the door? In other words, stop anyone from coming down. I don't know the door itself. We were hurried down here. I yeah, don't remember it, looks, it. It looks like it just opens down and comes comes down. If you place yourself and your wife and your son in front of it, do you think you might be able to hold a little bit? We could try. If we have the right things, I don't know what's down here. We have not seen this area. And as you move in that direction, sure enough, you hear the crash of waves against the cliff wall outside south of the city. You make your way through, and you burst through the grate and into the air. And to the south, you see the jagged, rocky coastline stretching, and you see some distant dark figures with a couple of horses. 
You're saying we should lead all of the prisoners through the sewers. I mean, I, I think if we can do it quiet, and I said there's only one guard, we might have to stop the door from opening. It opens out down the stairs, and if we maybe put something in front of it or some people can hold it, we might be able to get the people through the tunnel. But how big was the tunnel? Remember, you were small when you it, went it, through it. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty big. It's big enough, I think, that people can crawl through it, but there's a lot of poop. The waves are lapping up against the stone, driving the sludge against the base of the rock where you sit. If I can interject something quickly before this no. runaway train gets started. Tira stayed back mm-hmm. on yes, the shoreline while the two of them went over. She is just fuming. Parts of the plan have gone well. He was able to get in and out again and gave them more specific intelligence on the actual dungeon than she was expecting. So that's all good, but so much of what they had discussed before leaving camp seems like it's being thrown out. And while she's all for being personally impetuous, she's not down with being this impetuous when other people's lives are hanging in the balance. So she's really, really angry. She's watching them over there discussing whatever they're discussing about how to get through those bars. Where do you see what Tara does? (laughs) Wait, so you walked away? (laughs) You're walking away? No, no, no. I never went with you guys. I stayed on the rocky shore where Bash came down to, and then you guys went over there to check out the bars. Ah. I stayed with the horses and and Torgovitz's men. So I guess it is sort of impetuous because she's not going to discuss it with the other two before making this suggestion to Torgovitz's men and saying, I have a feeling that this is all going to start to go down much quicker than we thought originally I need one or both of you to ride back up and alert Torgavet so this, that we are ready to move. Because I don't care what Bash says, we are going to need backup. We can't afford to all leave and come back. I'll stay here to help manage this situation, and we may get started before you return. But I think you two should head back up to camp and tell Torgavets what you've heard here. They mutter their agreement and slide onto their horses and turn and head off into the grassland. Can I see this? Uh, no, not from where you are. They did leave your two horses with you. Sure, yeah, I assume that they were just getting on their horses and Correct. going. Yep. Yeah. So you have two horses and yourself. Womberbash and Farron, you are at the stone looking at the great entrance. You see what I mean with the great? You, I, think, I think if we remove a couple of them, it'll work. Yeah, I think you're right. But I don't want to cause a big commotion. We still had to get back to camp and come up with a plan that involves the rest of the... What is it called? The rest of the rebel forces. The rebel forces. (laughs) Secret Nish. Rebel rebel forces. The rest of the rebel forces. (laughs) I think I can try to use some, some acid on that, on those bars. Let me see if I can do that. That shouldn't cause any sound any louder than the waves. What I want to do is use Acid Splash. Okay. Range is 60 feet. I'll read the explanation. It says, you hurl a bubble of acid. Choose one creature you can see within range or choose two creatures. You can see within range that are within five feet of each other. Uh, Target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 damage. So this is a cantrip. It says that the spell's damage increases by 1d6. Oh, 
uh, 3d6 okay. at my level. I'll say that from where you are to the grate, it's inset just a little bit into the cliff face. Is about 30 feet. I, I won't be rolling. You'll just do damage oh. to it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how dexterous is an iron grate? It's not, it can't move out of the way. Uh, tell you what, I will roll to see how accurate you are. It's how, how, feet? how many feet? About 30 feet from where Farron is perched on oh, the so stone. Oh, so it's going in deeper a little bit than I thought. Um, no, no, no. It's not 30 feet into the rock face. You guys are below it. Yeah, By 10 feet. You're below it and back and a back. little bit from it. You're not right there underneath it. You can't stand right underneath it because it's she's just firing, ocean right She's firing it. along the hypotenuse of the triangle. Right. Okay. And since it's a stationary target, can you please roll with disadvantage? <laughs> he said he wasn't going to roll. <laughs> I, oh, I, I thought am. he was going to see to oh. see how accurate I yeah. was. Oh, yeah. This will determine how much damage you actually do to the bars. roll a 20. Go ahead and roll your damage. What was it? 3d6? 3d6. Uh, it says nine. Okay. Do I add anything to that? No, I have assigned the proper damage based on your accuracy. The bubble, why don't you describe the bubble floating up from your hand and heading for the grate? Well, I was envisioning... I just open up my hand and a, and a ball of acid just kind of like it's like a ball, but kind of like loosely, mm-hmm. like a giant raindrop basically mm-hmm. okay. looks like in my hand and I'm throwing it. All right. You lob it. It hits just off the, the right side of the entrance to the, where the grate is and then splatters and you hear sizzling sounds from within. It's hard to tell how much you've affected the grate. Bash, can you fly up and see if that did anything to the bars? Okay, I float her up and I say, I, I think you got a little to the right one side of it. Can you like do it more on the bar? To the left? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A little bit more to the left. You throw like a girl. Okay, so I, I do it again. Okay. Now this one is much better. Bash, you are actually up there as she hurls this one. <laughs> I'm going to no! back up a little bit. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> this I one. wouldn't have done that. <laughs> This one hits on the bar to the left, and you do hear definite sounds of sizzling. So does she roll another damage? Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. I feel like it would be ridiculous if they're all ones, though, and it was like a perfect... Why did you say that out loud? (laughs) You just jinxed it. Uh, Eight. This time, the top of the bar, actually, you hear a pink, and it leans outward. One one of the bars broke. Do, do Do it some more. Well, I don't want it to crash down and fall out. How weak does it look? Well, the top of one bar is like leaning out. Can you push it inward so if I get the bottom, it'll fall inward and not out? It has acid all over it. I can't touch it. Use a big stick. Use your pranabis. I'm small. (laughs) I just don't want it tumbling out and then a guard sees it. Right, and it goes bing, bing, bing all the way down. Right. The bar leans. Uh, The acid is gooping down. You see acrid smoke rising from where it touches. It's up to you what you want to do with that bash. Okay. I need to do a couple things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after you cast the first acid splash, you feel a warmth pass over you. Hot flash. <laughs> and the second time... You notice that several patches of moss on the stone where you're crouching begins to grow rapidly, and it begins to wrap around your boots, and it's growing over the face of the rock very quickly. What the? I have no idea. Bash! And I start moving away from where I am. Gotcha. (laughs) You start heading back. 
the moss does not follow you. It just continues to grow all over this rock. And now there's a pretty hefty carpet of grayish green moss that's growing nice. on this rock. Because if they come out, they're going to be landing on something that's a little bit more uh, pillowy. Okay, moss covered it's not a rock. It's still going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they would have to be flying out to land on that rock. It's, yeah. it's a good distance I'm, away. I'm from... actually going to cast a spell and push them all out, actually. <laughs> Uh, Womberbash, the bar, you can find a handhold to be able to maneuver the bar without touching the acid. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think I, I can move it. It's 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 moving. So I think this will, be, this will be good. Only one bar or two? Two. Okay. Yeah, and you're able to pull them back in. They get slurped up by the stuff in the sewer. Ew. But they, they fall silently otherwise. You now have an entrance into the sewer. All right, we got to go back. We got to go back and uh, talk to Tira. Uh, okay, did you see what just happened, though? No. Okay. And I don't I'll care. T- I'll tell you in a minute. We gotta go talk to Tira. We gotta get her. Okay. Tira. What are you yelling over there? Like, we gotta go over there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, an infant? I'm not a good infant. <laughs> we have these. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, an infant? I'm trying to construct a rudimentary lane. <laughs> um. You gather again, and I guess you relate the things that have just happened. Because Tira was not privy to any of them. Where that. are those two guys? I sent them back to the camp so they could tell Torgovitz what's going on here. What? Why? We're ready to go back. Yeah. And we're going to need backup if this plan is going to have a chance of working. We can't leave and have time to go back and get Torgovitz and, and rally the troops because there is an open prison cell with innocent people inside. So we'll stay here and try and manage this insane situation from here. But I figured they could at least go back and start sending people down. No, no, you're right about the prison cell. Bash, can you go back in and see if you can actually relock that? Because we need to make it back to camp and bring the rest of the group into this plan. I don't think we have time to go back to camp. That's why I sent Torgovitz's men back. They'll bring the others. We need to deal with the situation as it is here. I'm leaving. Where are you going? <laughs> Tira grabs Farron by the scruff or by, the, by her cape or whatever and says, We cannot leave. Bash has left us. No, I in- didn't say I'm leaving for <laughs> okay. real. I'm just saying I'm upset because it's not yeah. going according to plan. It is not the going according to plan. No, this is the new normal. Torgovitz's men will go back and alert the camp, and hopefully they will come to join us. But the three of us need to deal with the situation as it is now. Bash is just sitting there fluttering with a smile on his face. <laughs> He's so pleased with himself for some reason. Just out of reach, yeah. Yeah. Farron is internally... Fuming because she is. You had a strategy. Had a strategy. That is this now. is going to be a strategy. I mean, a stri- tri- what? A tragedy. <laughs> and a travesty at the same time. Okay. So you were you were able to open this outside grate enough for people to pass through? Yeah, yeah. We can we can get it. We can get in and get out. All right. Then, what are we going to do with these prisoners once they get out? I don't know. This is your plan. No, this is not my plan, Bash. <laughs> this is not our that. plan. You didn't say that. You are treading on thin ice, boy. You better watch it. <laughs> You're still Bef- small, right? Yes. He's still small. Yeah. You don't want me to grab you by the wings. I'm, not, I'm, I'm nowhere near you. Rip them suckers off. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like a lizard's tail. We still need to clear up what is going to happen when we go in there. No more improvising. We're going to make a plan here. And we're all going to stick to it. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. Look me in the eye and tell me that, Bash. Yes, yes, yes. But we have to go. We should go. 
Go where? That's what I'm trying to say. We need, we're going to make our, we're not going to go in there and make a plan as we go. We're going to make the plan here. What happens if the plan changes? Why would it change? Things may happen. Well, we need to plan for those contingencies then. We'll never you move anywhere in life. We can never plan life. Bash, you were supposed to go in and gather intel. But I'm, I'm telling you, they're, they're, they, they may not make it. I, it's, it's... Listen to me. They won't make it. I'm going to do an intimidation check. Uh, I'm going to do an intimidation on uh, Bash for a second. <laughs> because I want him to shut up and listen to okay. what I'm saying All right, to this will be contested. Uh, your wisdom check. Okay. Nat 20. 13. Luck Lose. point. Luck point. Mm, I'm just jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could take away. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Really I'm joking. I'm joking. Tira is going to fix Bash with the fiercest gaze she can muster. But she's going to speak in a deadly low voice. Do it. Do it, Meredith. Do it. Are you going to lower, are you going to lower it on the recording? Yes. Oh, that would be awesome if there was an effect where she's so Like Galantrail or whatever. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bash, I want you to listen to me and listen carefully. The situation is what it is now. And we're going to proceed with the plan you laid out. But that is going to be the plan. We are going to do that. No more improvising. Okay. All right. If the three of us go back up through that sewage drain, when we get back to the grating that leads into the dungeon, what are we going to do? Farron and I can't fit through the holes like you did, Bash. What are we going to do? I'm going to go get those three people and we're going to lift the the grate off. That's going to make a lot of noise. Why? Like, what what do you mean? We can just lift up the grate. Metal on stone? We don't even know how heavy the grate is. I do. Okay, you fly up through the grate. Would you be able to get to the cell door that you opened without going past the guard? Yes. Well, at least that's something. Bash, can you draw in this sand what it looked like to you, what you can remember? I don't want to go in blind. Okay, let me draw it. This is me drawing in sand. Yeah, in the dirt or whatever. And it's like a mini picture <laughs> because he's still small. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the grate is, and these are the cells, and there's a cells on either side here, and here's the stairs, and, and the guard is right there. So the guard is literally right in front of the stairs. There's no way we're going to be able to get anybody up there without him noticing it. No, I, I, I wasn't thinking we would do that. I think we would, I would fly up and remove the grate. The people that I, I opened up the cell on are right here. So what would happen is, is we, we, I would go and get them. They'd come up. They'd lift up the grate quietly. And then you guys could come up. And then I would go over here and we would get his attention. And then these folks would come up and barricade the door, and we try to take him out very, very fast and very as quiet as we can. And once we do that, then we're free to help with the door and or getting people in there, and, and, and we can get them out. I don't have any way of silencing a person that would not make a lot of noise. Do either of you have the ability to at least silence him before he even sees us, and then we can go in and actually take care of him before we send people up to barricade the door. Bash, are the stairs behind a wall, or are they open to the guard? There's a wall right here. Instead of asking some of the prisoners to barricade the door, could you just fly into that space 
and then become big. I can do that. And block the door yourself. Yeah, but I'll be by myself. It might be better to have three people versus just me. You could increase your strength and hold the door for as long as, as we need, and Tira could probably take out the guard. Make sure my rolls are good. <laughs> <laughs> so does that sound like a plan? As much as we're going to get, I yeah. guess. Tira, do you, did you have anything to add? If I were to don my helm of telepathy, and I were able to get... I have to be able to see the guard, though, in order for any of this to work. So I don't know... But he doesn't have to see you? No, he doesn't. But I'm just saying, I, I would have to be, like, pop out around the corner, I guess, so that I could have an eye line to him in order to cast a suggestion. What would I suggest, though? Go to sleep. <laughs> I can't just hypnotize him. What would I suggest, though, that he look the other way or that he leave his post? I don't, I don't know what to do. Help me. Uh... <laughs> I can't suggest that he kill himself. I can't suggest... It has to be something that seems mm. reasonable. And not harmful. And not harmful. Okay. So, suggestion. We'll read that. You suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature I can see within range, and the range is... 30 feet. 30 feet. They can hear and understand me. Creatures that can't be charmed or immune. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself into a spear, immolate itself, or do some other obviously harmful act ends the spell. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action I described. And I guess on a successful save, just nothing happens. I guess it doesn't really say. Yeah, it doesn't take effect. Yeah, it doesn't Could do you suggest that he go get something to eat? But see, I'm assuming, Tira and I, I'm assuming that... There's something in place for him to ever leave his post for things like that. He wouldn't just get up and go get a snack and leave nobody there. I have something here. Delusion. As an action, you plant a false belief in the mind of one creature you can see within 60 feet of you. You can create a sound or an image. Only the target of this talent perceives the sound or the image. In other words, it can't be a sound or an image. If you create a sound, its volume can be a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice, someone else's voice, a creature's roar, a musical instrument, or any other sound you pick. It lasts for one minute. If you create an object, it will fit within a five-foot cube, and it, it can't move or be reflective. The image can't create any effect that influences the senses other than sight. Uh, the image lasts for one minute. It disappears if the creature touches it. Same idea, but it depends yeah. on how you but want But there's to no saving it. throw. In other words, this will yeah, work it does at thing. least from it will become visible or the sound will happen. Now, how he reacts to it is another right. question. Mm. So either way, if he goes to get something to eat or to use a bathroom, you think he's going to get a relief? Get yeah, I'm assuming, to, <laughs> I'm assuming get that someone they to have. He will. He will. He's not going to be able to leave his post without having somebody else come back down. I mean, that's the way it is. What about implanting a thought of... I'm tired. I can just take a quick little nap. Maybe. Because he's used to maybe nothing happening. If it, as long as it's all still quiet up there and but he's still in his chair. Yeah, but that, yeah, not. that's after we've come through the, yeah. she's come through the grate. She yeah. has to see him before she yeah. can do that. She has to be, see him and be within 30 feet. Mm -hmm. Once we get up in there, if the guard is still at his post and all seems quiet, I can use my helm of telepathy and try to suggest to him that... 
he could take a, a quick nap, that he was that he's free to close his eyes for a bit. Then he wouldn't see us coming. Then we could sneak up on him and attack without him seeing our approach. That sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Now, I want to say this meta. Again, the, on- the only thing that's stopping us from continuing the original plan is this, this cell is open. Mm-hmm. Now, I can t- Bash can elaborate a little bit and say, it doesn't seem like they get checked on too often. And the last time they had a bath, which they get a bath every month, was just a, a week ago or so. So it, we might have time. We don't necessarily have to go through with this plan. We can wait. It just depends on how long it takes for Torgovitz to get his thing over. And even when they feed him, it doesn't mean that they have to open up the gate necessarily to do that. So it's possible they won't be checked on for some time. If you don't want to go out, I think this is the best. Because again, the moment there's commotion at the gate and they start seeing that this is a force, I'm telling you, that dude is going to go through with his thing and just start stabbing and killing those people. As I said before, I think the three of us need to abandon the original plan of going back to camp. We need to deal with the situation as it has evolved here today. I've sent Torgovets' men back. They may still come down with reinforcements, but we've spent this much time talking about it. We might as well put this plan into action now. Okay, so we're in if we quietly take off the grate. And you're able to implant something in his mind. We still have to pl- have a plan for what happens if that doesn't work. Like what happens if the grate is too, is too loud and it comes off and it's, it's quite loud and he gets up to come check. Then we take him out. I think in that eventuality, I just go in with my axe swinging. Okay. And yeah. you, you want me to go barricade the door or do you want me to help you? Yes. yes. Bar- <laughs> I was saying barricade yes, barricade the door. the door. Okay. Because at that point... They'll know something's going on, and we'll need someone to stop that door from opening. Okay, so we're going to go through. Wait, do you guys see the poop? But we're going to go through this, <laughs> and we're going to get to the grate. I'm going to fly up, and I won't be able to lift up the grate by myself. And in order for me to get past the guard and up to the door, I have to be in my small form. Mm-hmm. So I will have to go get the other three prisoners to help yes. us lift this off yes. slowly. That's what I assumed that the original plan was. Okay. To begin well, with, you just go through, get your three friends. And what, once we take that grate off, they'll reach down with their hands and help pull you guys up and into the chamber. And then mm. once you guys are up there, I'm going to just jet and run around and try to go to the door as quick as possible. No. Put a pin in that. Okay. Tira doesn't say that. <laughs> You're not going to run to the door unless my suggestion does not work. Okay. Once Farron and I are out of the grate, I will go to the corner where you said the, the guard was perched. As long as he is still there, I will try to suggest to him that he is free to take a nap. And if it seems like he is nodding off, then we can proceed with I was going to say, what's next now? What's next would be getting the keys off his belt. Exactly. And then we well, have to open we up have each to door. Take him out. Okay. All right. Let's just do it. We've talked about okay. this long enough. Right. We need to do it. Let's do it. It's not going to get any better the longer we talk about it. Now, how are we going to get up to the entrance? Where I just had to hurl that's, acid. That's the big thing. Yeah, so uh, it's 10 foot up. 10 feet up and about 15 feet over to it. So from the stone where, where the moss is now growing thickly to the cliff is about 15 feet. And then it's about a 10 foot rise from the surface of the water to the entrance. So you've got the hypotenuse to, to traverse. Not all of the bars have been um, Not all, eaten away. But enough for you to be able to fit through. Okay, uh, who has a rope? Oh, yeah, that's right, our ropes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got rope. 
All right, we're going to grab a rope and we're going to tie it on. I'm going to tie yeah. on. You're going to fly I'm going to fly there. up there and tie on two of the bars that are still left okay. there. All right, you fly up. You tie the rope securely. Uh, just give me a, a sleight of hand check sure. to show how secure the knot is. 16 plus 5. Easy. All right, you tie it very tightly on the most stable bar there. And now the rope is dangling down into the water, unless you're holding on to one of the ends. I presume you've held on to one Oh, yeah, I, I guess I sure, held on yeah. to one okay. end. want the waves to take it yeah. away. And so you've got, uh, you've got your rope. All right, someone come. And then obviously once someone is up there, they yeah, can lean over. To, and, you don't need to come back down. Yeah. You can just stay there. Tira's going to start hand over hand. Yeah, because you're the strongest the rope, one, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you swing over and you make impact with the cliff face. There's a thud as you hit. And a splat, apparently. Yeah. And then you begin to climb. Give me an athletics check. This is low DC. Good. Uh, luck point anyway, because even, well, yeah, I can't yeah. risk this part not we working. get it. Okay, um, 19. Okay, 19 is perfect. You make your way up. Bash. she squeezes past you and into the squishy interior. How does she, how does she get the rope back? I'm going to fly down yeah. and grab the rope and fly it over to okay. you. Okay, Farron, your turn. Same thing. Yeah. You're so. going to swing over and hit into the cliff face, and now it's your turn to do an athletics check. Uh, 11. Just enough. Okay. It's a little bit more of a struggle for you. The, the well, rope is now plus. slick. <laughs> the rope is <laughs> now slick. Plus. Yeah, yep. Uh, but you make your way up and Tira is there to pull you the rest of the way. You find yourselves in the choking atmosphere of the sewer. Womberbash, I see you've already flitted ahead and yeah. you are guiding the way. It's right this way. <laughs> it's <laughs> this way. All right, you make your way. Uh, your knowledge is serving you very well. Everything seems to be very clear in your mind. You make your way back the way you came from. You until mean you're idiot? <laughs> Idetic. Idetic? <laughs> idiot. No, I think it's idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and now you find yourself standing at the base of the shaft that goes up to the grate. This is it. This is this is the place. I'll, I'll be right back. Fly up, go through the grate. Mm-hmm. I stop and I look both ways. Clear. I'm going to head around over to the uh, cell and say, hey, I'm, I'm back. Hello. Can you, can you come out and help me lift up the grate? I have some friends. Yes, we, we come. Okay, so I'm going to, well, I guess I'm going to have them open up the, the, the cell, as most, the, the, the least amount they need to get out, yeah. basically. It's a slow, agonizing process. Yeah. There, there's a, a hint of a squeak, and then they, everyone freezes. I was yeah. going to say, I imagine they don't maintain these. <laughs> Very well. So it's going to be really, really slow. And, you know, Wombrabash, if you want to go up there and spit on the hinge. (laughs) Yes. Do it. To kill a mockingbird, that thing. (laughs) You're going to pee on it? I'll pee on it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And with that, the the door swings open and they come out and follow you around to the grate. Be quiet. Be quiet. All right. So we get to the grate and uh, I guess... um, Three corners. Uh, I guess the guy will be in the middle of one of the great, and his wife and his son will be on the corners. Okay. Um, how far? Well, they're right there. So can yeah. they also help push a little bit? No, it's a little bit above, definitely above Tira's yeah. reach. What uh, about her? Uh, just above. Okay. It's about a six foot drop okay. down. All right. So I guess you might be able to help, but you would be more hindrance than help yeah. with that. Okay. They lift and carefully move it to the side and set it down as silently as possible. Okay. We're just gonna. I'm gonna. I want to stand there just for a second to hear if I, to hear anything. Nothing. Okay. There, there's a 
gentle humming coming from the direction of the corner. The guard seems oblivious to what's going on. What's, uh, um, what's your name, the man? Isfahan. Isfahan. Can you, can you reach your hands down and, and, and grab? We help, we help. Hands reach down to you first, Farron, mm-hmm. and they help hoist you up. You find yourself settling onto the slick stones of the dungeon floor. And then, Tira, you're lifted up, and now you are standing there as well. Do you, do you hear anything? No. I just, I, just, I don't say no the, out loud, right, obviously. The, the guard is over, over there, around the corner. Down the end of this? Yeah, way. yeah, all the way down there and around the corner. The hem of telepathy was already on. She wasn't trying to carry that through the sewer. It's just okay. on. But she is going to get down on all fours and crawl to the end of mm-hmm. the row and staying as low as possible, head almost against the ground sure. even, is going to peek out one eye in the direction of the chair. Okay. You see the chair tilted back. It's rocking gently back and forth as the guard in it is moving his legs on the table. But other than that, he seems to be looking over his left shoulder out the grated window behind him to the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so he's not even looking in your direction. All right. He's a little difficult to see. You can you can make him out, but there are things hanging from the ceiling that appear to be aromatic bundles, bundles of aromatic herbs to help guard against the smell of the area. Tira is going to take a quick steadying breath. Yeah, a silent steadying breath. Tira is going to take a silent steadying breath. And then adjust her angle so that she has a clear shot of him through the bundles of herbs. Concentrating on the guard. All is quiet for now. After a restless night, you deserve a short rest. But then he's going to recover half his hit point. (laughs) (laughs) Why not close your eyes for a moment? Here it comes. No. You want to use one of your luck points to make me re-roll? I guess I do. His second roll is low. Your first indication that your suggestion has taken place... Is he snores loudly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is that the rocking in his chair stops, and then the chair gently drops back down to the floor to all four legs, and then his head follows onto his chest. And then there is a... Quiet snoring sound. Tira lets out uh, her breath because she was holding her breath while she made that <laughs> suggestion. Yes! No, uh, no, 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 no. She negatory, negatory, good buddy. And I'm going to dip back behind the corner so I'm no longer visible and just motion to Farron and Bash to join me at the corner so I can whisper to them. The way I see this happening is you see him relax. You actually roll back into place and lean against the wall for a second and take that breath, and then you just roll your head to the left and gesture for them to come to you. you Mm -hmm. That that seems like a very visual way to do it. I think it worked. He seems like he's asleep. So we, we gotta we gotta get the keys. We gotta take them out. Tira stands up. Farron, stay here with them and be ready to move. 
Tira gets out her fancy axe. And it is held, I mean, two-handed, it is held aloft, ready to come down. I mean, honestly, I'm thinking, I guess, just behead to just cut his head off. She, even knowing that he's asleep, is going to move carefully forward, Mm -hmm. like tiptoe. She doesn't want to risk ending this effect. And raises the axe. And to herself, she thinks, no problem. It's too big for my axe. And it's with advantage. Thank goodness. Okay, 23. That's a hit. Okay, 16, 26. It's quick. The guard's body slides off the chair. There's the rattle of keys as they hit the floor, but it's swallowed up by the the, the thick stone of the dungeon. I run over and I grab the keys and I'm going to pick them up. And it's kind of awkward to fly with them. You know what you should Just do? Just let her take the keys. You need to go guard the door now. Oh, that's right. Okay. All Just right. fly them up I fly, to me. I fly the key and I go over to the door and I'm no longer small or okay. have um, wings. Mm-hmm. But I do want to spend two side points for tough hide. Okay. I want to actually lower myself down into back down into the sewer to help people come down gotcha you just want to avoid getting hit by no i want to i mean because she's just going (laughs) to start Mm -hmm. opening Mm -hmm. cell blocks and i need to take them down yep 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 take inspiration hey and womber bash you are positioned in front of the dungeon door on the other side if you want to give me a quick perception check i have that colored in so i get to add my proficiency bonus you do 17 plus three plus four you hear low murmurs of voices, but nothing that sounds like anything has crept Perfect. through the door. And Tira, you have the keys. I'm going to grab them so that all the keys are sure. they're not jangling there in my fist. Yep. So I can walk with them with them going, ching, ching, ching. Not throwing caution to the wind, but now she's just going to move fast without thinking yep. so much about being silent. Yep. How many keys are This is are a on? break. This is a prison break. Yeah, yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> there are 34 cells. How many keys are on the ring? There are about 10. Mm. I'm just going to have to start going by and trying keys. So I have the family get down in there and I'll say to them, go, go. Farron, you hand them down and they move off to the side in the tunnel there. Tira's going to go to the first interior cell and start trying keys. Okay. This one takes you the longest to find. But once you find it, you realize that there are three other keys like it on the ring. And so presumably what you have found is that all the keys that are of a similar size are for these are these For lower, these cell doors. Yeah. And you make your way down the row with the one key that you've identified. And one after another on that side, the prisoners begin stumbling out. Quietly, quietly. My friend will help you get as far as you can. Quick. They know what to do. They've seen it all unfold before their eyes. As you have begun this operation, you've seen white, pallid faces pressed up against the bars, their eyes wide with wonder as they see this unfolding before them. Moving on to the next row, you quickly identify that key. And the next one, you're beginning on that last row Mm -hmm. when Womberbash, you hear movement from the other side of the door. Hurry up, dear. Hurry up. I'm trying. I'm trying. Fumbling with the keys a little bit in her panic. You identify the key, and you begin working your way down that row 
longer best, you can hear the click swing of the doors as they, as she approaches yeah. the staircase. When suddenly you hear a hand on the doorknob on the other side of the door. And that is where we're going to end this episode. We will pick up with what happens next. Man, why would we stop there? Because the cliffhanger. Before we get the recap, I do want to have a brief moment where we shift away from the prison and rise over the city wall. And only a, a matter of a, maybe a half mile, we settle back down to a clump of tall grass. And as we wonder, perhaps, for a moment why we've settled here, suddenly the grass parts. And there, lying prone, we see Dieter, and a few feet away, Harold. I had literally forgot. I forgot Dieter, too! <laughs> and they're staring intently. Dieter has an intense look on his face as he's staring in the direction of the city. His high cheekbones are catching the morning light just so. I think something is afoot, he says. My senses are tingling. I have a feeling something is going to happen very soon. Come, Harold. We have much to do to prepare. There's a quick jingle on the harp as Harold rolls over and stands up. They go back to where their horses are hidden further back in the grass. And they get up and begin to move in the direction of Suragavan. I'm really hoping that they tell me that something's going on when they get there so I can... Oh, the prisoners say, they're coming, yeah. they're coming. Yeah. We'll right. find out next time. Go ahead and take two experience points each. And let's hear it for Norse Battle. Um, all right, the intimidation, because I couldn't do anything. I think she needs a, a point for that, just yeah. to kind of calm Wamberbash down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have him conform. Yeah. <laughs> get him to conform. Get in line. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's let's give Meredith uh, two points. So that was a that was a critical in yeah. in both senses of the word. Yeah. You you rolled a max, and it had to happen. It had to happen. <laughs> then um, I think uh, the idea of burning the bars. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the most silent way they could have been done. Yeah, and so that was dope. I think she gets the most for that. Well, you got. You Didn't got rewarded get, for that last yeah, game. Yeah, that was... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that was last okay. game. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but you already gave her inspiration for her idea to stay yes. in, this, in the drain yeah. to help people down. Um, was that last game? No, that was just now. That was literally oh, okay. just now. Um, mm, 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 mm. bash with the rope, getting the rope tied. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So take one. Yeah, because I, I was like, oh, yeah, how are we going to get over to this thing? I didn't even think of a rope. I have a heart. And I was even, before we started playing, I thought, let me look over my thing. My inventory so I know yeah. exactly what I have. <laughs> and then I never think of it again. I'm like, oh, that's good. It's nice. I mean, most of the rest of it was just stuff that we, we got the benefit in game. Good rolls yeah, and things yeah. that just happened. Yeah. I was going to say for the one hit, but I mean, one hit kill, but I guess we got the benefit of that already. Yeah. But um, Yeah. So let's get the recap on hit on experience points. Tira is 69 points into level 12. Wamberbash is 74 points into level 12. Farron is 44 points into level 12. Okay, we're making good progress. We will pick up with an exciting moment when we return next time. Thank you, stackers, for joining us. We hope you're enjoying the ongoing story, and we look forward to having you at our table again here next time at Stack of Dice. Where's Tara? She's right there.
I mean, she's yelling and screaming and stomping. <laughs> I but was not yelling and screaming <laughs> and stomping. Oh yeah, she's just never mind. brooding Tira on the is shore. There. Sorry, sorry. No, no, but no, you, no. but you, but you don't Edit wear this. the other two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you said what now? She's over there. No, before she's taking that, that back because Tira's there. I kept thinking Tira for a second there. I thought Tira went back to the camp, oh, but it was the other kid. We have to the go. Other kids. The other. Sorry. <laughs> you done? Yeah. We gotta go talk to Tira. We gotta get her. Okay, Tira. Oh,